the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Happy December 29th. I uh, welcome our listeners in Columbus, Ohio. It is also my privilege today to welcome our listeners in Tampa, Florida, listening on Faith Talk 570 and 910 AM. And of course, here in Columbus, Ohio, AM 880, WRFD, and 104.5 FM. We are once again simulcasting. The plan is to do that today and tomorrow as uh, Bill Bunkley is away from the microphone down in Tampa, so we are linking the two programs together and simulcasting. So, welcome. Let me give you my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I love what the folks at Hobby Lobby are doing, particularly around the holidays. Uh, For many years now, every Christmas, Easter, and Independence Day, 4th July, Hobby Lobby spends an enormous amount of money buying full-page ads in many major American newspapers. And if you see the ad, uh, you'll have to look hard to find Hobby Lobby because they're not advertising themselves. It's there, but it's usually in very small print somewhere down at the bottom of the ad. But the ad is a blatant gospel message. Uh, So much so that through the years, some American newspapers have tried to refuse to print it. Why be well, it's it's about Jesus. And uh, we know what the mainstream media thinks 
about Jesus. The uh, Christmas-themed ad this year is just, it's really cool. It shows a painting of a little toddler boy representing the young Jesus. And he's picking up nails on the shop floor as his earthly father, Joseph, tends to his carpentry work a few feet away. There is sunshine coming in through an adjacent window, and the sunshine casts a shadow off of Jesus in the shape of a cross. Because, of course, Jesus was born to die. And there's a biblical text. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, John 1, 29. And then it says, If you would like to know Jesus as Lord and Savior, visit Need Him Ministry at chat about Jesus.com. Chat about Jesus.com. There is also a link to a website where readers of the newspaper can download a free digital Bible. The least prominent thing in the entire ad is Hobby Lobby. Uh, I've never met any of the members of the Green family, but they're course, are behind the uh, Bible Museum in Washington, D.C. If you've ever been in a Hobby Lobby, there's Christian music playing. I think in every single one of them, there is Christmas, not Christmas, well, there was Christmas music. Uh, There is Christian music playing over uh, over the PA system. And with all of the arts and crafts and et cetera, you will see hundreds and hundreds of pictures and plaques with Christian spiritual themes. Uh, they are, they're just doing an, an incredible work. And they really are. And because of that, they have uh, received an enormous amount of pushback and resistance from the federal government during the Obama years. Some of you may remember the uh, lawsuits that the federal government uh, waged against Hobby Lobby uh, during the Obama years. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if uh, by the end of the Biden term, uh, there will be more lawsuits against Hobby Lobby. Anyway, the, uh, the ads began back in 1995, and it came about because the founder, David Green, was looking through Christmas advertisements in newspapers. And there was nothing about Jesus. There was nothing about the real reason for the season. Ads about this, ads about that, ads with Snoopy and reindeer and Santa and snowflakes in the North Pole, but nothing about Jesus. And... Um, David Green, the founder of Hobby Lobby, thought somebody needs to step up and begin advertising what Christmas is all about. The company's website says, Hobby Lobby was selling all kinds of crafts that customers use to celebrate Christmas, yet David Green was struck by the lack of any testimony in newspapers regarding the meaning of the holiday. 
So back in 1995, they began this holiday tradition of, uh, and again, full-page ads in major newspapers are not cheap. And I can assure you no major newspaper in America donated the, uh, the page to Hobby Lobby. The very first holiday-themed ad for Christmas read, and believe it or not, I remember this. The full-page ad read, As you celebrate this Christmas season in the warmth of family and home, may you be drawn to the Savior, He who left the beauty of heaven on our behalf and became like us, that we might become like Him. If you know Jesus as your Savior, then this season already has a special meaning. If you do not, we encourage you to find a Bible-believing church in your community and to discover a relationship this Christmas with the God who loves you more than you can begin to imagine. That was the very first Christmas ad sponsored by um, Hobby Lobby. And if I recall correctly, particularly that first year, there were several major American newspapers that said, nah, I don't think we, I, I don't, I don't think we want to run this ad. And I don't recall whether there were lawsuits involved, but I know that most of the newspapers finally gave in and uh, printed the ads. Good for the Green family. Good for Hobby Lobby, and by the way, I am <laughs> I am not a paid representative of <clears throat> Hobby Lobby. I just love what they do, and I hope you do as well. And by the way, when you go into a Hobby Lobby, find somebody and thank them for these full-page ads. We'll be back. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, we don't talk sports very often on this program, except occasionally to say, go Bucks!" And it's fascinating since we are on in Columbus, Ohio, and in Tampa, Florida, I can say, go Bucks!" And please, both audiences, I think most of you know what I'm talking about there. Uh, anyway, uh, we, don't, we don't talk sports very often, but today, a uh, legend in the NFL has passed on, John Madden. My goodness, I, uh, I remember John Madden in the NFL my entire adult life. Coach of the Oakland Raiders, uh, his personality was as big as his coaching career. Uh, he uh, had an incredibly successful coaching career. Retired very young. I believe he was 41 when he retired from coaching. Then went into broadcasting and won numerous awards in broadcasting, I think, if I remember correctly, he won 19 Emmys. 
for his television broadcasting. He worked for all four uh, major networks during his career. And uh, one of the things that he was most famous for, which I always thought was was entertaining, he wouldn't fly. He had an absolutely, here's this tough guy, John Madden. And he had an absolutely incapacitating fear of flying. He was making millions of dollars. And he would not fly, so... He had the Madden Cruiser. Uh, For a while, he traveled on Amtrak, but then he got, you know, one of those big Prevost private buses, and uh, the networks paid for him to be transported across the country. And, of course, they had to schedule games with enough time in between for him to get on the bus and make it to the next game, the next stadium, And I have heard, I'm not sure this is true, but I've heard that the NFL actually took that into consideration when they scheduled games. Uh, Is Madden going to be announcing that game? Okay, well, we can't uh, can't have it on this day because he's got to travel from from Los Angeles to, well, anyway. So he became famous for the uh, Madden Cruiser. And uh, several people reported that when that bus pulled into town, it was like Air Force One coming into town. Anyway, John Madden dead at the age of 85. Uh, For the young people in our audience, they have no clue about his coaching career. They have no clue about his broadcast career. But if they've got a gaming system, they've played Madden. I don't know when the Madden games started, but they are still the single most popular football games in the gaming world. Uh, My kids, my grandkids, every Christmas, got to have the latest Madden. Got to have Madden. So anyway, he he has passed away at the age of 85. A true legend and icon in the uh, in the NFL. Now, I'm curious, do you make New Year's resolutions? Um, I don't. Haven't for years. I have goals. I have desires for the new year, and I've got several for this coming year, but eh, I, I haven't made resolutions for a long time. And I'm not saying they're wrong by any means. It's just, eh. uh, but many, many people do. LifeWay Research just released their report of a nationwide survey of what resolutions are most important to you. Number one, top of the list, general population health. 44% of adults in the United States have, have plans on making a health New Year's resolution. I'm going to get fit, I'm going to eat better, I'm going on a diet, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to do this, I'm going to start going to the gym. And that's why gymnasiums across America are absolutely packed out in the month of January. 
And then the number declines in February, and then in March, and then April, and by May, they're empty. Well, no, they're not empty, but, uh, well, you know what I mean. Anyway, number one, top of the list, 44% health. Uh, 29% of the general population say they have made a resolution about their relationship with God. And another 29% have made a resolution about their finances. So general population across the board, health number one, 44%. Number two, faith at 29%. Number three, actually a tie, uh, finances for 29%. Now, the numbers get more interesting when you consider the spiritual condition of the people that were surveyed. Of those who attend a worship service at least four times a month, 48% say they have made a new resolution, New Year's resolution about their relationship with God. Those who worship at least four times a month, 48%. While those who attend less than once a month, only 20%. Only 20%. And then it's even broken down politically. Republicans Republicans are three times more likely to make a New Year's resolution about their faith than Democrats. Three times more likely. And I, I won't go any further than that. Uh, then it breaks down into age groups and so on and so forth. But um, I thought... The two most important aspects of who makes New Year's resolutions about their faith, their relationship with God, people who attend church at least four times a month, and Republicans. Now, Republicans are not as likely as those who attend church four times a month. But uh, now, does, does that mean that Republicans are more spiritual than Democrats? I'm not saying that, but I'm just I'm just giving you the results of the uh, survey. You can reach your own conclusion, and uh, my conclusion is: eh, we got to take the top of the hour break, and then we will return. My number eight seven seven Bob Live. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 